rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, good morning, good night, whenever you're listening. Good, good. Let's be good. Anyway, I'm good. Um, this ain't good. What's going on? So, all right, my name is Tara Devlin, everyone. Thank you for hanging out with me. We meet here every Saturday evening from se- from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. here at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels, and we're rebroadcast starting Sunday on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app or on GDPR Revolution 99 which is another great liberal radio station, independent radio station, and iTunes, SoundCloud, all those other places. So, um, let's see. Donate to us. All right, I, I just got to get this out of the way. I hate, I hate doing these things. I hate begging for money or whatever, making plugs. I wish I was uh, born into a trust fund like Donald Trump Jr. I do... I do better things for the planet than killing beautiful animals, right? I would never kill beautiful animals. I wouldn't kill ugly ones either. Uh, and that's another story. They, those, the, the, the Trumps are just useless, but whatever. Um, you know, my, my father was a garbage man and my mother was a nun, so I, here we are. Here I am saying that if you... Donate over twenty dollars uh, to RDT Daily, at, and you go. You can go to the Facebook page or the main site rdtdaily.com. We will send you this. Grab them by the midterms window cling. Also, you see, I'm wearing a shirt. You know, deep state. Wear your deep state pride. We have a new store at RDT Daily. There's, and it's uh, going to be populated with more items and. But everything that you buy there will help support the site. So there's some cool stuff. And also pictures of uh, uh, Francis Jr. Jr., our little mascot in a pussy hat. And it's good, fun stuff. So, yes, I like uh, – and you know Francis. Come on, everybody. All right. Um, all right, whatever. What a week. I, I'm really I, – I feel a lot of, a lot of anxiety um, you know, we call this show Therapy for the Resistance. It's really like my therapy, though. Um, oh, in the second hour, before I begin, uh, we're going to have uh, Lee Camp is going to call in. So I'm very excited about that and because I'm a really big fan. And I hope hopefully I won't uh, be like a fangirl, you know what I mean? I'll, uh, I'll keep my cool because I'm really excited. Uh, Lee is amazing. I admire him immensely, and he's a voice that is needed, to put it mildly. And he's out there kicking ass. Uh, so, and I'm really grateful that he's coming on the show. And you could, he's going to call in, and you guys can call in as well. Or, uh, so we'll open the lines if people want to talk. Okay. So, uh, all right, so they're, they're ramming this Kavanaugh onto the Supreme Court. So I'm watching this happen. Of co- I, I can't believe what I'm seeing. I can't believe that it's, it's happening again. I mean, what, what, what's wrong with me, though? What do, we, what do I mean, I can't believe? Of course it's happening again. But it's watching Chuck Grassley and um, 
what's his face? The other one, Orrin Hatch. The same people that sat on the uh, that were in the Senate with Anita Hill is it it it's a it's an opportunity for this country to move forward to to do something different, right? But here we are. They are the living embodiments of why we can't get anywhere. Why this is why we can't have nice things. These old these old bastards. I mean, Senate. The word Senate literally in Latin means old men, and that's they are living up to the name. But the world is evolving without them, and they are doing all they can to drag us back, to drag women down, to drag society down. What do you think happens in a society when women when women don't have equal rights and aren't treated as equal members of that society that don't have seats at the table? It's it regresses, and you could just look around. There's no um, amazing, great quote unquote society that has women uh, as second class citizens. So there's nothing to admire. These uh, this, and, and watching these. Um, you know, Republican, these white Republican, pasty, white, stale male uh, representatives, not of the people, but of a a system of oppression, of a patriarchy, of a, of oligarchy, of everything that this, that, that we are as a society trying to leave behind. Because the fact is, Republicans do not represent the people. They always talk about the people. Yeah, they represent a certain section of people, of course. Then you have those the thirty five percent of the you know, the deplorables, you know, and when Hillary mentioned deplorables and this is what I always get um I'm always weirded out by. I want, they they wear this deplorable moniker proudly, but Hillary said it plainly. The this we're talking about the racists, the homophobes, the Islamophobes, the whatever phobes, the the people that uh, the KKK. That's what she was talking about. She specifically named it. So they they put that badge on proudly and wear it because you know what you don't. It's really true. Uh, I always say you don't have to be. You know, not all Republicans are racists, but rest assured. All racists are Republican. And uh, so same thing that goes with uh, these white pasty bastards who are greedy. Um, they don't represent society. In fact, um, there's – what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy who did National Review. He's – well, one of, one of these uh, conservatives, these – well, I can't remember his name now. God damn it. Um, he says that uh, stand a conservative is someone who stands athwart history, yelling "stop." Who the hell said that? Somebody on the on the feed will tell me. But uh, that's it's not just they're not. If only they were yelling "stop." Uh, they're they're not yelling. They're not just yelling "stop." They're they're dragging us back. Where, how far back do you want to go? Shall we go back to um, uh, the witch trials? Shall we? Go back to bloodletting. What 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 do we do? Huh? Should we go back to living in caves? Well, if this is this is what a Republican wants, they want us to what? Uh, 
I guess, live under theocracy, patriarchy, theocracy, uh, while all us out here, all the peons will be out here fighting amongst each other over the scraps, and they can live behind the walls of their gated communities. That's really what it is. And uh, I have a friend who um, whose wife is from Pakistan, and she's from the upper, uh, the rich people, I guess. I don't know, the upper whatevers. And see, uh, basically, he said that they go there. They go they and um, to visit her family. She has to wear the hijab or whatever around walking around the streets. But they don't really walk around the streets. They go from gated community to gated community. So there's a there's a, a, a faction of rich people that that have their their society and they they don't follow the same rules as the people on the streets they and that's that's really what they the republicans want here they want so if you have enough money you do whatever the hell you want so they the her family has they have to hire private security so they they go around in these suvs from visiting you know family members friends they have their own little society whereas the the uh, rest of the the population is uh you know there's different rules for different people right but it's really it's really sectioned off so that's that's really what they want now if you want to see the future of Republican policies, just I mean, that's all we have to do is look to the past and look. And we've they called it the Dark Ages, right, for a reason. And uh, also, when I always these Republicans, I can't I can't take it there uh, because really the dreamland of Republican policies is Pakistan. That is you that country is you could see Republican policies are are uh, actively in place. There's no low to no taxes on the rich. The military eats up the, the majority of the budget and can do no wrong. Women know their place. Gays are in the closet. There's no government schools. There's no social safety net. There's no, uh, there's uh, not, you know, everything that the Republicans talk about th- that they feel is uh, going to make America great or whatever the hell, that's happening in Pakistan. You know, they just want, they want that here, but a little bit more Jesus-y. That's basically it. Who is, I keep here. Oh, there's a, a baby crying outside. It's like, I don't have a baby. Did I have, did I forget to, do I have a baby? What? I hear a baby. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, this is what you get when you're, when you're on Tara Buster. When you watch Tara Buster, there's a, it's a, you know, we do it anyway, right? <laughs> this, this show is held together with uh, a shoestring and bubble gum. Uh, so, but I, I'm very. I am grateful to this this woman, the doctor Blazy Ford, for coming forward. And the, all that Republicans can say, you could. See, it's funny watching them try to um, walk this fine line of trying to pr- appear sincere, but you see how uh, to sincerely care about her. But to but it, it, this is just a show. 
like everything else Republicans do. They don't really care. They want to put on a show for the dupes. This is this is why they they don't want all these white men to question this woman, right? Because the, of the optics, it doesn't look right to them or to whoever they're trying to fool. But to 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 put a staffer in there, a female staffer. First of all, why are any women working for these Republicans? Come on, man. I mean, they're really. But to put a female staffer in there to question this woman, it, it's so blatantly and obviously a, a, a tactic. Just like any con, like any con man, you know, don't don't pay attention just to this to what's really going on behind the curtain. Just pay attention to the sleight of hand that's right in front of your face, and that's what they're doing. <sighs> anyway. How is the stream going? Is this fucking thing working? But, yeah, I mean, I, I find it insulting that they that they would think that people are so stupid to fall for their questioning uh, by a woman. You know, oh, oh, well, you see, Republicans, see, they're not that misogynist. They have, a, there's a woman asking the questions. Well, if you're that worried about the uh the optics then maybe you should take a look in the mirror at how of who the hell you really are why is it that trump and the republican party why why when i look at a picture of the republicans gathering i i, I have to wear sunglasses it's so white it's like a, a it's a flash frame of white why is it that all of the interns, when they have the, 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 the commemorative photograph of the interns, they're all white. You know, maybe there's a one black guy standing in the back, which probably they should put him in the front, which is what they usually do. They go around, they pick the black people, and they put them in, in the operative camera angles. So, but really, if, that, if, you're, if your party attracts only white people well then and, and the country is uh, is diverse and you live in a nation of immigrants with a diverse uh demographic then maybe you need to look at yourself why is it no but you see republicans are rather than represent the people because this country is not a conservative country it is not it's a racist ass country yeah that's it and uh, it's an ignorant, dumbass country filled with dupes. But, you know, that's by design. We could fix that with some education. Some Put some money towards educating people rather than giving, funneling more money into the pockets of Donald Trump and Eric Trump, uh, you know, and Donald Trump Jr. Or the Waltons. Whatever. I was just on Twitter, some idiot on Twitter, uh, because uh, what's her face? Ivanka, she pissed. She's another one. She tweeted something about uh, about Walmart. Thank you, Walmart, for doing something that isn't uh, it's all about optics. I don't know what exactly I can't remember. Let me look. Thank you, Walmart. Um, And I among other people, wrote back, well, you know, it would be great if Walmart stopped paying poverty wages and paid their work. Why is it? See, there's this country that is, uh, 
we, we, you know, we used to do things. Uh, we had a middle class at one time, but that was due to government policy, not because billionaires felt like trickling it on us. It was due to tax policy that tax the rich at a 90% top marginal rate. So instead of funneling money into the hands of Truck Chuck Grassley and Orrin Hatch through their super PACs, they would invest to take that money that is, that is created here in the United States, not just because they did it themselves, but through the, the backs of workers, the working class, paying their workers a living wage and investing in companies that way, investing from the ground up. But the, um, you know, it's like these, this, this person um, tweeted that, you know, I tweeted, how's about paying Walmart paying living wages rather than give classes to their employees about how to apply for public assistance. You see, because Walmart, 30 years ago, the number one employer in the country was GM, General Motors, which paid a living wage. They had a union and would have benefits and retirement security. Today, the number one employer in the country is Walmart that pays poverty wages where they, the, they have the number one, um, uh, they're the top uh, employees. I'm not trying, I can't think of how to phrase this, how to, um, it's the, the most employees, that's it, that are on public as assistance. So, they don't pay benefits, retirement security. There's they, they're union busters. And, but, you know, the six heirs to the fortune, the Walmart fortune, have more wealth than 42% of the American people. That is not the recipe for democracy or equality or e pluribus unum. That is the recipe for oligarchy. And that's the way they like it. So this woman tweeted that, oh, that's funny, because I said, how's it about paying a living wage? And she's like, that's funny. I had health care through Walmart and benefits, too. We had a 401k and profit sharing. You know, so I don't know if this person, I don't know this person. I don't know if she's a liar. I don't know if she's a, what, a bot or a moron or I have no idea. See, you don't know because this all you're getting is this one moron's point of view. But it's like that does not – because one person, even if it's true, let's assume that this person had a great – she loved her crumbs. She loved them. She was a good little serf that – let's assume that doesn't erase the fact that the, United, that the American taxpayer pays $6.2 billion into – to subsidize Walmart via public assistance. So um, something's wrong there. So there is some disconnect, and it's the medieval. So I tweeted this picture of the medieval conservatives because that's what they are. It's like, oh, if the lords work hard, that's that you know the lords they work hard, they they get where they are. They shouldn't have to pay taxes to the king, if and you know they're working in the field. If they had more gold, then we would have more too. It's common sense. See, that's what they are. The good little serfs, and there were many people throughout history, working people, that did not recognize. They all, they all paid fealty to the king and their lords and, 
they that was just the way it was. You know, if God wanted them to have a piece of the pie or a seat at the table or a fair share of the of the wealth that their word that their work made possible, then he would have made them rich. He would have made them born into a rich family. So it's uh it's baffling to me how working so-called working class people and they're all these conservatives this is what they want they think that they're somehow um praising the the this the system that is effed up and is the problem and then the other thing she said of course was uh about um you know oh i don't live off the government you don't and that's their that's their canard that they constantly um put forth of course she lives off the government is she out there every morning testing her water, digging a well? Did she dig a well for that water? Did she test it before she drank her morning coffee to make sure there's no parasites in it so she could uh, not have diarrhea every day and die of dysentery? I mean, what did she do? Did she um, – uh, you can go on. Did she build a road? Did she uh, – it's um, – we are an interconnected society. You're living off the government. The fact is that you're paying taxes. It's a matter of are the American people worth anything? Are What are we investing in? What are we giving, uh, you know, laying the groundwork for? Is it to make more billionaires or is it to have a social safety net and, uh, and path of opportunity for everybody? That they can get a living wage, that they don't have to beg their betters for a trickle. But, you know, <sighs> whatever. People are stupid. They are. And you got to be stupid to vote for Trump and to be a Trump pansy. I'm very sorry. You're a dumbass. If you vote for a con man and you don't know that he's a con man, you're a dupe. You are the mark. And just because you cheer him does not mean that you're going to get any benefit. Like, they must feel like they, they're getting benefit because they feel like they're getting, you know, they're able to say the N-word now or, uh, right, or hate on people openly because a little, you know, a couple of years ago when we had the Obama, the Kenyan Muslim in the, in the White House, they felt, they, they, they kept complaining about how he was so racially divisive and that's because he was black, you see. And that made them uncomfortable. They can't handle it. It made them feel icky because they weren't, they felt like, oh boy, you know, in their, in their hearts, they're racist. And they, they wanted, they want to call him all kinds of names. And they were feeling like, hey, uh, oh, these, these liberals, they're, they're keeping me down, you know? So that's what they, I, I mean, this country has a long racist history that we need to confront. And when they talk about, I don't live off the government, I don't live off, the, and that's all subtly racism, okay? It really, it doesn't matter. I'm sure they, this woman would deny it. It's not about racism. Because half, more than half, the, the statistics are, are that the majority of people on public assistance are white, statistically speaking. And... Not just majority, because they're maj the majority, the as far as the percentages. So they're, um, and you know that all of them, they, these are the same morons crying, get your government hands off my Medicare. So they don't even realize, you know, like they, 
Did you ever take unemployment insurance? Are you whatever, like A, B, or C? They don't. Is somebody on Medicare in your family? Are you on Medicare? Are you on Social Security? Did you ever take Social Security disability? Did you ever take short-term disability? Were you ever? Uh, are you on the ACA? Do you have diabetes? Are you able now to get insurance? Other because in the past you weren't able to because they could deny you. But they can't. Well, they will again if they if Republicans have their way. I mean, I it's you don't have enough hours in the day to educate these idiots. And that's why I leave that to Tom Hartman. You know, I don't have the I don't I'm not mentally fit for it because I am filled with anger. I'll leave it to somebody who's a little bit more spiritual. I mean, I'm kind of spiritual. I believe I am. But I'm, I mean, I, I am a Buddhist. I chant Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, but I'm, uh, I'm more of a, um, I got a lot of emotional, uh, growing up to do, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, I, I don't see, I'm not like, oh, I, I do feel pity on them though. I do. But I, my, my frustration turns to anger. Really, I'm just angry because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of watching them screw this country up, watching them be hateful, mean creatures that will that that are literally destroying the planet. And they don't care that they're taking everybody and everything with them. That's the thing. Nobody is safe with them. If it if it is harmful, if it is disgusting, if it is offensive. If it hurts somebody, if it kills an animal, if it poisons something, they're all for it. And then you got these morons cheering, I'm not on government. I don't take government. Well, yes, you do. Then get the F out and go to Liberland. Go to Somalia. Go to Pakistan. You know, no government there. No government holding you back on your bootstraps there. No government at all. Send us a postcard, okay? If you can find a post office, that is. Because there's no government, you know what I mean? These people, they, I, I guess, I wonder if she's ever sent a letter, this dumb bitch. Oh, I don't take government, but I love my scraps. Give, give me more scraps, Mr. Walton, and all your heirs. Not, not that it matters, because whatever, it doesn't matter that, you know, we're supposed to live in a democracy. Oh, well. You know, you can't have an oligarchy and a democracy at the same time. I'm sorry, bitch. Get a clue. Stop being a Stockholm Syndrome suffering dupe. And that's what they are. When I watch these Trump rallies, which I can only stomach in clips half the time, like I, on TV, I can't watch the entire thing. It's so pathetic watching them. The cheering behind him, cheering, Kavanaugh, 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 a, a sexual... I mean, you know, first of all, let me get into this. The because uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was Trump's dick. All right. This is for mature audiences. Tara Buster is for mature. Well, mature as far as age. You don't have to be mature as far as uh, emotional health. So. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, in general, liberals are more mature anyway. Because it takes, a, as I always say, it takes a level of maturity to function in a free democratic society. See, that's the maturity I'm talking about. A maturity that's like, uh, is not a racist, you know what I mean? Like you, you're, you understand that 
other people have value and they they want to be treated with dignity and respect right not just straight white men so but um they're uh, all cheering Kavanaugh. So this this uh, Dr. Blasey Ford comes forward. Of course Kavanaugh did this. I don't give a crap. I'm not saying alleged. This woman suffered with this for years. Every single woman, I don't care who you are, every woman has a story. Whether And some are more horrific than others of being sexually assaulted, sexually violated, threatened. Some pe- I, I know people who've been raped. We all know, you know people. We all have stories. I, when I was younger, standing on a bus stop, I was 14 years old, a, a man walked up behind me and grabbed my ass. Well, I remember the rage, the feeling of helplessness and, and being violated. I still think of it. Other, and that's just one thing. There's other stories. I can go on. We all have them as a woman. Being, I was uh, walking home another time when I was around 16 years old. It was nighttime, and a man literally jumped out of the bushes with his pants down, jerking off, and he's yelling, look at it, look at it. I mean, that's a rapist for you. That's somebody that he was a young man, in fact, younger. He was like, well, he was older than me, but he was definitely... Um, you know, not an, maybe in his early twenties and who is, who is standing around in a bush in the middle of the night, a, uh, a young man that, that escalates. Of course that may, I would not be surprised if that person raped somebody and he was somebody's son, some great guy, somebody, you know, on the basketball team who, who he's probably a father now. So all these great guys, right, all over the Trump administration, we all have stories. These, but the, you know, Trump feels so bad for for Kavanaugh to be to go through this. But what about so the the, the person, uh, any you know, oh boys will be boys. We're hearing all these Republican excuses for this behavior, and they're pathetic too because Republicans are gross. Now Trump wants us to all know how that Kavanaugh is a good man. He's uh he's such a good person, but uh, still let's listen to the woman. Let's because they have to they're trying to appear like they care. They don't care. These are people that ran a pedophile for the Senate. Somebody who they a, a group of old men who ran somebody who was banned from the mall. All right? For the Senate. If you're banned from the mall, you should be banned from the Senate. All right? Banned from the mall? Who gets banned from the mall? Shoplifters and and Roy Moore. Banned from the mall? You can, I mean, that guy had a reputation. Of course, everybody knows. He walked in. They're like, uh-oh, here he comes. Somebody who, if you get to the point where you're banned from the mall, and he was calling these young girls on the phone uh, from their class, taking them from their class and asking them on dates. This, uh, these are sick people. And the Christian evangelicals, they're all, oh, um, this, and what's his face? Um, you know, McConnell saying his, his, this was his greatest thing that he did was block 
Merrick Garland, you know, Merrick Garland, you know, the, this, this uh, flaming liberal, right? Because he was he's so middle of the road. He was the guy that they said, well, Republicans would uh, accept him. Uh, they won't accept anything but fascism. They don't accept democracy, these scumbags. They don't like it. Okay, as you can see, because if they cared, they would not be ramming this uh, operative, this sycophant. That's all he is. They want him on there to cover for their crimes. That's about it. Like, there's nobody else, though, that isn't a sexual assaulter. Because you talk about somebody that put his hand over the mouth of a screaming woman and tried to rape her and put the raised the volume on the music to drown out her screams. That's the that's the great guy, right? But the Republicans are all, oh, well, boys will be boys. They're making excuses for him. And uh, up, up to and including trying to blame somebody else, trying to point the finger at someone else. They're desperate. Now, why wouldn't they want an FBI investigation? Because they know it's true and they don't give a shit. They don't care. You see, they don't care that Trump is a traitor. This is a guy who said, oh, well, Kavanaugh's a great guy. So are Nazis, according to him. Right. So who this is? Why doesn't the corporate media bring that out and make the you know what? The same so-called president who is sick, who praises people, not just that he's praising Kavanaugh, but he's also praising Kim John effing own. Somebody who, who, as a great guy, because he gave him a compliment, right? This is the person that starves his people, that tortures, that commits human rights violations on a on a second by second basis, that executed his uncle with a with a uh, with an artillery from a uh, that that's meant to blow up airplanes or something. Oh God, I hate them. This is who, and this is who these um, evangelicals are in bed with. They they like it because that just like the Nazis did. You see, this is this is a Nazi tactic. That's what Nazis did, and that's this is what Nazis do. We should put it in the in the present tense. They stuff the courts. It doesn't matter what society wants. They will. They are inflicting it on us anyway, and it's up to us. Are we going to take it? Now, what do we do if they are successful putting this scumbag on the bench? And this this other guy, Mike Judge, who was in the room, apparently jumped on them both because he probably wanted to get in on the action, and they that disrupted Kavanaugh's rape attempted rape, and the and the girl who was fifteen at the time ran into the bathroom and escaped these, these, uh, you know, great guys. This is this, uh, his friend supposedly, um, says he, he doesn't have any memory. He didn't do it. That's, but he doesn't want to, uh, doesn't want to testify under oath. Now, if you had a friend who was, who was up for this big job and, the they wanted to interview you because there was a false allegation and you knew for a hundred percent my friend i was there this guy that's that that my friend didn't do that wouldn't you go and speak to the 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 authorities or whoever to clear your friend's name what kind of friend is that 
That's because he knows he did it. He is a liar. Like all Republicans. So what are we going to do if they, if they ram him onto the, onto the court? Are we going to be, oh, well, that's what Democrats do. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. They, they do it all with Clarence Thomas. He should be impeached. And so should Gorsuch. They're all illegitimate. When you have an illegitimate president who is put into power with the help of an authoritarian en- enemy who is undermining democracy, these are traitors, and they're allowed to shape this, the, the, our autonomy, women's autonomy for generations? They're going to kill women. They're going to kill women, babies, anybody. Dogs, animals, men, women, it doesn't matter. Any uh, Republicans, they're, they're something not normal. As you can see, with uh, even with this tweet, with this woman's tweet, they they love it. I guess you know it is really true. Stockholm syndrome is a real thing. So, to, and so is ignorance. So, what do I what, what do I expect really? Because I guess in her little world, this is why different pockets of the country are some are blue, some are red or whatever, because it's that, that, uh, group mentality. When you're living in a, like here in New York, we're more of a blue state because we live in a diverse culture. We know our neighbors, we know different kinds of people. And we're, and this is what I always find ironic about, about Republicans. And, you know, there are always these, these, uh, the Republicans really have uh, entirely these conservatives, whatever, have entirely too much power and say in the direction of this country because they all they represented a, mi- a minority of people and there why should a senator in Tennessee have the same say as a senator from California or New York who represents millions of people so, but they're dragging us back they're they're passing these regressive laws these hateful laws these bigoted laws that that the blowback, we feel it here in New York. They're not going to Tennessee to bomb when you piss people off or whatever. They're coming here, right? We, I was here. We saw the towers fall. I saw them with my own eyes. But you know what? I'm not afraid, you dumbasses. So, you know, I, I, I really i am just tired. I'm tired of these these people, these right wingers, these these regressives dragging this country down. Like, get, you don't like, you don't want an abortion, then vote Democratic. You and this is how I know they're such hypocrites too, because they don't care about whether uh, they they care about the fetus. They don't care. It, it's it's about women. It's about regressing women. It's about, it's about controlling women, about taking women's autonomy. And the and there are no laws. I, I saw a clip. I wish I had grabbed it, but of uh, Kamala Harris talking to Kavanaugh the, and asking him, "Are there any laws that are uh, that legislate the male body?" The and he, of course, he, there's none. He couldn't think of any. But right, so you you force women into the Handmaid's Tale situation just as an incubator for, for the sperm and they have to, uh, but you have no, there's no, there's no, um, once the baby's born, forget it. There's no education. There's no health. There's no, 
whatever you're on your own oh well pray pray to jesus you shouldn't and but what what it's really about is oh you slut you shouldn't have opened your legs and uh that's you get what you get that's what that's about the sin of eve right and these these men are they're disgusting so this is that's the the kind of person you want on the supreme court no we don't want them and it doesn't matter if the uh if if the approval rating goes down to minus whatever they because they're saying oh it's the lowest approval rating for a supreme court justice well that's good that's heartening at least the 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 country isn't i mean i guess i would feel really alone in this world if i was reading that that everybody loved Kavanaugh, I guess, right? I guess you got to look at the silver lining there. But it's uh, the fact that they're going to do it anyway. They don't care. And the show that they have to put on. Don't you think the Republicans are going to get tired of having to put on a show? Of course they are. This is why they want to dismantle democracy. They don't like it. Do you think they they just want to do what they want to do instead of having to make it seem like they're like they're having an investigation or really want to get to the bottom what uh, already it's a foregone conclusion in their minds they don't care what this woman has to say they're they they are tweeting and mentioning it uh, all over town oh we're going to confirm Kavanaugh. it doesn't matter if he's uh if he's a liar first of all he lied from the second he hit the he uh, he hit the uh, public stage, the national stage. He's been lying before. He's a liar. That's what he did. And he's sick. From the minute when that, when he was nominated, when he gave his little suck uh, suck up to Trump speech, and he's saying no president has ever gone through an extensive search. That's bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. And he knew it. And they just say it anyway. No president has ever gone through. Trump didn't do shit. He received a piece of paper from the Heritage Foundation. Oh, no, from the Federalist Society. I'm sorry. And then, which Kavanaugh wasn't on that list until later, when he inquired on who would be, give me a judge that will cover my ass, my treason. Who can be indicted? What is this bullshit about a president can't be indicted. Is, oh, we got a king or something? Oh, he's so busy f- fucking up our lives and taking health care from people and throwing paper towels at people that he can't be indicted. So fucking busy on the golf course. God, I hate them. And that's the other thing. You know, you talk about... Like, remember how they how they railed against Obama about him on the golf course. Oh, he's playing golf. This this scumbag Trump spent more money in his first month as president on travel than the Obamas did the entire year on travel to his golf courses and including his family who were going to Aspen and you know we're subsidizing them these ignorant u- ugly human waste of human DNA trust fund brats we got to protect them all these useless people, these useless monsters on top of it. Ugh. <sighs> anyway, what time is it? Let's talk about Trump's dick for a minute. I just wanted to bring this up, too, because one thing I saw was, of course, well, Stormy Daniels had sex with Trump, which is a trauma. 
to begin with. Uh, that poor woman. But whatever. I she the thing that I found interesting in apparently when she told the story of her encounter with Trump was that she went up to his hotel room and she went into the bathroom and came out and Trump was sitting on the edge of the bed with like with his arms like hey and he said come here and she thought ugh here we go <laughs> like it was like her duty to fuck him or something and um, but she. Go on, good for her, whatever. She wrote this book, and of course, um, she was saying that his he's got a, a smaller than average penis, and uh, it looks like Mr. Toad or something like that. I don't doubt it, of course. I mean, what do I know about penises? Except uh, my cat doesn't have one, that's all I know, and um, but he uh. I was, I was, I came across this article about, oh, should we dick shame the president? Is that right? I, I, and this is what annoys me about liberals. Should we dick shame the president? Oh, of course. Yes. No holds barred. Now we, we got to worry about his feelings. You know, they always talk about, oh, snowflake, snowflake. They, we're, we, because we care about people. I don't give a shit about Donald Trump. He is, I care about him like I I I care about somebody uh, who is like typhoid Mary infecting this world. That's what he is. He needs to be contained, and in and before we can contain him, no holds barred. I don't care. Oh, Dick, shame him. Does he have shame? Yeah, I mean he's a he's a narcissist. He's a malignant narcissist. But does he? Uh, I, I'm sure it bothers him. I'm glad it does. Should we? But I just found that so irritating. Uh, this conversation on, oh, this was, uh, the, you know, we're going too far. Dick shaming him. Really? That's too far? This is a fascist who is actively, who is, uh, who's conning a bunch of dumbasses, tickling racist funny bones. Racist violence in this country is up. Violence against gays, violence against people of color. The, uh, the, we are the laughing stock of the world. He's a traitor on top of it. I mean, I can't go, I, I, I can't even believe it when I, when you say it. This is a guy who is a traitor. The, and Republicans know it because they're traitors too. I, I, I am convinced that, um, Putin has something on Lindsey Graham. I'm convinced on, because I'm convinced he has something on all of them, frankly, but the, uh, just, Lindsey Graham, the constant ass-kissing on Trump, he said something that he was, um, he was sorry that John McCain didn't get a chance to know Trump better. That's why he didn't get, get along with him or didn't like him. Really? That's really why? He, because he didn't, see, because it's like, it's that same bullshit that Trump constantly peddles, that Oh, if I get along with Putin, that's not a bad thing. Let's get along with Putin. Let's get along with Kim Jong-un. And uh, Kim Jong-un said something nice about me when he said at the rally. That is, it's so pathetic. It has nothing to do with uh, foreign policy, whether a, a, a leader gets along with someone personally. Oh, if you know what? The, the fact is, Lindsey Graham, I think John McCain knew Trump just well. He knew him well enough to know that he was a con man. 
I don't know what the hell he's you're talking about. And and Lindsey Graham's another one who went golfing with Trump and then tweeted that Trump had this amazing score. I know nothing about golf, but apparently it was a score that the, from like the masters, only the, the greatest golfers would hope to get. And he's clearly lying. And, but we're all supposed to believe this is what there is no difference between that and 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 the people of North Korea who think that Kim Jong Un and the whole Kim family are these wonder uh, wonderful superhuman people that know everything that write books on everything that know how to do everything perfectly and correctly and ha- you have to follow their way of doing it. And this is there's no difference um, between uh, this this and the Republicans. But if only the Republicans, if only like listen, I mean truly, it, they're not even following somebody who who did anything. What has Trump ever done? You know what I mean? He's not an innovator. It's not like they're following somebody like a Jeff Bezos, which I would think sucks too. But at least he cr- he did something, you know what I mean, that you could point to. What did, what uh, what did Trump ever do? He sucks. He's a failure. He's been bankrupt numerous times. He's he he is a he's a disgrace. Um, he puts his name on things. That's about it. He he went bankrupt selling uh you know uh, water. He went bankrupt in a casino. This is a moron. He's a fool. The P.T. Barner, he's not a developer. There's no, he was never in the developers here in New York City. There's a, the, the group of developers. They, that's what always gets me annoyed when I see on TV, they're like, you know, these pundits on MSNBC or whatever talking, well, you know, this is when Trump was a businessman. He knew how to blah, blah, blah. He never knew shit. He was a con man from the word go. That's why he has, had his office all laid out with all kinds of memorabilia. Because it was a show, a scam, just like everything else, just like this hearing. With the, of course, you know, I mean, come on, look at look at Kavanaugh. You know these frat boy bastards. They think the world is at their feet, and honey, they're probably correct. Because it's an inside job. Just like Trump says the the government is rigged, you goddamn know it's rigged. But it's rigged for the people like Kavanaugh, the little frat boy rapists who think that it's their birthright to rape you. Uh, you know, in a drunken stupor. And it doesn't matter. And then you have the birthright to be on the Supreme Court to roll back hard-won progress that we fought for, that women fought and died for. Women died for their autonomy. That this little frat boy, pasty face, pimply face, rosacea looking mother effer is going to take back. Who the fuck is he? Who does he think he is? We're going to let this happen? I doubt it. Now, what are we going to do if he gets on? Honestly, he needs to be impeached. I don't care about these Democrats. Let's play nice. Let's play fair. Fair, that's fine. Nice is a different story. They need to be taken down. They Everything they've done is illegitimate. Stuffing these fascists onto the Supreme Court? No way. We're going to let them get away with it? How many people are going to die because of them? He's going to not just with uh, reproductive health care, with health care in general. This guy doesn't believe 
in the ACA or that healthcare is a right of citizenship, not a privilege of wealth, because don't worry about it. He's got it all handed to him. You know, I love that all the people that have things handed to them think that we all need to work harder. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. He's worked hard. And uh, being a kiss-up, kick-down sycophant of fascism, and it's gotten him pretty damn far. So, and he's a, they're all sick. Now, um, apparently, I don't know if you guys know that, I'm sure you do, the Kavanaugh, he was, uh, he questioned Bill Clinton during the the, the Monica Lewinsky thing. And um, this is what... Uh, is you got to see uh, the the questions that he asked the president was so were so graphic that the there there's just something wrong with him. I'm I'm trying to find it. God damn it! I have like 50 million. Oh, this happens every week. But it was uh, if uh, if I can remember correctly. Um, if I were to say that. The that if if uh, Monica Lewinsky said that you put a a cigar in her vagina, would she be lying? Um, if uh, you know, it was it's just. But you, know, this is how they are. They're so they are titillated by it. They have this. They they fluctuate. Republicans fluctuate between the, a some kind of sex panic and this racial mania. It's uh, because they hate themselves. So that's why, I mean, really, they're, 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 they're really effed up. And this other guy, this, this, the, the guy who was in the room, this, this person named judge, he (laughs) would write about something about the beautiful masculinity of the unrestrained male or something like that. Oh my God. I, I mean, this is who we're talking about. There, these are very sick people. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to find it. Debauchery, alcoholism. Because he wrote a book, apparently, about the, this guy, Judge, wrote a book. Let me see. Beauty. Um, oh, and in the book, there was a character in the book, and it, his name was Brett. Or Oak, or uh, Brad O O Kavanaugh, come on! Oh, that's not him, right? So let's see. Um, judge has served as a character witness for Kavanaugh in recent days, denying Ford's account, saying it's just absolutely nuts. I never saw Brett act that way. Other statements of Judge, though, are now also receiving attention, like the quote he chose for his high school yearbook page, which was. Certain women should be struck regularly like gongs. See, these are these little fuckers, these little frat boy fuckers that think the world is at their feet and have no concept of history or reality except in their own little gated communities. And they, and they know, they have no idea about what it's, they have no empathy. They don't know what it's like to be a woman, to be abused, to be constantly under the male gaze, to, to have a fucker like Trump uh, pass judgment on, on your beauty. You know, he's having a beauty pageant. We're, we're worrying, oh, should we dick shame him? 
You know, the same guy that said grab them by the pussy or put people, put women on stage. I mean, I guess the women, you know, I have a whole, uh, you know, opinion on beauty pageants, clearly. But for for some scum like Trump to get up there and, uh, you know, judge their breasts, judge their ass, judge their, you know, whatever. And uh, so he's, uh, we're going to feel bad because his dick looks like uh, Mario's toad or something. You know, what if we told him, oh, I'm sorry, let's get up there. I'm sorry, only men whose dick looks like uh, Princess Peaches get, uh, get to win this contest or something. You know what I mean? It's like the way that they objectify people and we're going to feel bad, but this is, this is who, who they are. And, uh, certain women should be struck regularly like gongs, just mocking, um, violence against women. The women are murdered by their male partners. Uh, that's like the number one murder basically of women. And, uh, it's not, uh, and stalked and harassed and raped. One in three women are raped. Uh, this is where we live. Uh, have we had enough, ladies? I just want to ask. I mean, for real. Enough is enough. And they're going to put this scumbag on the bench for life. And he's going to tell us, no, bitch. You, I'm in the goddamn doctor's office with you. Oh, you want to have sex? You want to have autonomy over your body? You can't have sex, you slut, Right? You know, all the girls that he, he drives to school, uh, drives to their soccer practice. Oh, he's a great guy. I'm sure that guy that flashed me when I was 15, 16, 17 years old or grabbed my ass when I was on the bus stop. Or I mean, I could go on. I have other stories. We all do. They, I'm sure he was a great guy to somebody, too. But this other guy, this uh, judge... There's also, this is another article uh, in which you wrote, um, there's also that ambiguous middle ground where the woman seems interested and indicated, whether verbally or not, that the man needs to prove himself to her. And if the man is any kind of man, he'll allow himself to feel the awesome power, the wonderful beauty of uncontrollable male passion. I mean, this guy needs the arms of a big strong man around him they are these are sick men there's there's something not completely normal <sighs> uncontrollable male passion uncontrollable well you know i guess like when brett kavanaugh was trying to rape this 15 year old the 15 year old uh Accuser now, I guess. What's her name? Ford, Doctor Ford. <sighs> but these are the these these people that are immoral are going to decide our lives, and they they didn't even win. They did not win the uh, same amount of votes. Does it matter to the, to them? It's not even close. He was blown away. He only so-called won because of this vestige through to slavery that we have hanging around our necks, our national necks, the Electoral College. But anything, anything hindering democracy is fine by Republicans because they don't like democracy. So, all right, I'm going to take a break. And I got to load this up. I forgot to load it. And... 
in the on the other side of the break, we're going to have a visit, a very nice visit from, wait, hold on, from Lee Camp. Isn't that great? So, hold on. <laughs> I wasn't done talking. So, okay, so on the other side, we're going to, Lee Camp's going to call in this side here, uh, on this side, I'm going to play this, this break and we're going to see a clip from Lee Camp's show from uh, Redacted Tonight and, uh, Labor History in Two and I'll be back in about eight minutes and hopefully Lee will be on the phone. Okay. I'll see you on the other side. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you guys for hanging out. All right. This whole segment is about creating the society we want right now because fuck the bought-off lawmakers. We don't have time for them. We don't have, we don't have time to wait for them anymore. You know, let them sit up there in the ivory towers bickering about how high to build the border wall or how to, how to declare a golden bust of Napoleon as a dependent on your tax return or how to, how to, how to extract wishes from the child at the wishing well or how to... How to convince, how to convince a third mistress that only the second mistress and above get palimony. Uh, you know, let them, let them do rich people stuff. While they're doing that, we have to create the society we want without them. Here are a couple of examples. In Idaho, they made it illegal for the homeless to sleep in public. So the homeless stood up and said, screw you, I'll go to sleep wherever I damn well... Which should be the way a goddamn free society works. I mean, why? Why make that law? Unless the person is asleep, like, on the hood of your car or, like, in your shower or something. What do you care? You know, you, you clearly don't give a shit about homeless people, so why should you care what state of consciousness they're in? If you hate them so much, shouldn't you want them asleep? You know, you... No, I despise lazy homeless people, so I want them bright-eyed and bushy-tailed up in my face. As I'm, as I'm, I want holding a Red Bull right there. I mean, if, if I think of a type of people I hate, let's say uh, hedge fund managers, I want them asleep as much as possible. I, uh, when they're asleep, they're not screwing the world. I want them fucking knocked out on the ground like they downed a bottle of Ambien. I don't... The only... The only thing worse than a hedge fund manager is an awake hedge fund manager. Anyway, my point is, the lawmakers aren't going to repeal the law. So the homeless, along with some help, sued the state, and the court last week affirmed the right of homeless people to not be punished for sleeping in public. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. So I say, I say to celebrate, let's have a sleep in, all right? Thousands of people show up to the Capitol building in Idaho, and we all sleep together. I, I mean, I mean, not, not sleep together. I meant to say we all have sex with each other. <laughs> point is, point, it'd be a celebration. Point is, don't wait around for the corrupt lawmakers. Change things now. In San Francisco, activists are tackling several problems at once. Environmental destruction, the high cost of health foods, the, the, the hungry, the poor. They're doing it by guerrilla grafting, adding fruit-bearing branches 
to trees in San Francisco. Yeah. Because, because many plants can be grafted together so that the branch from a different species can grow off of another tree. These activists are just adding, you know, pears and apples and stuff to whatever bullshit trees the city has put downtown. So anybody just walking around, grab a fresh piece of fruit off a branch, you know, good for biodiversity, then animals and bugs and stuff, they're getting their party on. These activists are basically adding something beautiful to a polluted cement jungle, right? I just, the one thing, the one thing is, one thing is I wish you could do this for things other than plants. I wish you could, like, secretly graft a compassionate, empathetic arm onto Donald Trump or the, the Koch brothers, you know, while they're signing pipeline approvals, the arm is behind them, just ripping up the contracts, giving out visas to immigrants, handing the keys to Air Force One to a homeless guy, you know, I think that'd be great. Or, or, or take some homophobic lawmaker like Mike Pence, you graft a gay hand onto his back, right, and, And he's, he's at a Christian prayer, prayer dinner. doesn't even know that the arm is giving out loving handies to the waiters. You know, I, I think it's it'd be better that way. Anyway, point is, point is, don't wait around for the corrupt lawmakers. Change things now. Finally, finally, let's squeeze in some stories we didn't have time for. Yeah. John Bolton. John Bolton gave a speech on behalf of the Trump administration saying the International Criminal Court, which prosecutes war criminals, is already dead to us. Sources are now saying it will be buried in a mass grave along with reason, logic, humility, and compassion. And, and finally, on this show in the past, I've covered the North Carolina hog farm lagoons of feces from the factory farming. Well, it seems very possible that Hurricane Florence could grab up those lagoons of shit and deposit them on the faces of North Carolinians. And you thought climate change was just going to make it a little hotter outside. It's actually making it shittier outside. Literally. Oh, my God, it's a real shitter cane. I thought that was just a fairy tale. It's a real shitter cane. We have to go to a quick break, but I have live comedy shows coming up in Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, San Francisco, and I'm opening for the band The Voids in Houston, Texas. Go to redactedtour.com for the details. Or the vote to your city to be added. We'll be right back with a lot more. I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1985. That was the year that the first Farm Aid concert was held in Champaign, Illinois. A retrospective article in Time magazine reported, quote, In the 1980s, American farmers were hit hard by what were, at the time, the worst economic conditions since the Great Depression. Droughts ravaged the fields. Property values plunged. Loan interest rates soared. Thousands were forced off their land and faced foreclosure and bankruptcy. Farmer suicide rose at alarming rates. The idea to use music to aid the farmers began with Bob Dylan at an event to help African famine victims. Then musicians Willie Nelson, John Mellencamp, and Neil Young took up his idea and ran with it. 
50 musicians took the stage at the University of Illinois football stadium. The organizers were joined by such headliners as Bob Dylan, Johnny Cash, Billy Joel, Tom Petty, Roy Orbison, Bonnie Raitt, Kenny Rogers, Joni Mitchell, the Beach Boys, Jimmy Buffett, Bon Jovi, Foreigner, and more. The musicians played for 14 hours to a rain-soaked crowd of nearly 80,000. A telethon also helped to bring in donations. It raised $9 million for farm relief. More importantly, it helped raise national awareness of the dire economic conditions faced by many small farmers. Farm Aid has continued to hold concerts for small farmers. In 2015, the 30th anniversary concert was held in Chicago. As an organization, Farm Aid has raised more than $50 million for small farmers. Now, live for Farm Aid at a concert for America, here's Willie Nelson. Labor History in Two brought to you by the Illinois Labor History Society and the Rick Smith Show. Welcome back. Hi, I'm Tara Devlin. Thanks for hanging out. And we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. on Progressive Voices or anytime in the Progressive Voices app. And GDPR Revolution, iTunes, and all that. All right. I am very excited. Uh, not that you can see. My face is not, doesn't look that excited because I got fucking 50,000 windows open here. But I, I, I'm just going to say, uh, Lee Camp is on the phone. Uh, let me unmute him. But first, I just want to say thank you. Lee? Can you hear me? Hello? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I always can. surprised when I, when shit is working. So that's why I'm like, hello. <laughs> But so let me just say, Lee Camp is, uh, he is the head writer and host of nationally, uh, of the national TV show Redacted Tonight with Lee Camp on RT America. He is a former contributor to The Onion, former staff humor writer for the Huffington Post, and his web series Moment of Clarity, I'm sure you guys have seen it, I've seen it, I'm a big fan, has been viewed by millions, including me. He's toured the country. And the world with a fierce brand of stand-up comedy, and George Carlin's daughter Kelly said he was one of the few comics keeping her father's torch lit, and I totally second that. So on the phone, Lee Cam, you have a you have a show come or a, a special coming up, right? It's called Uncle Sam's Comedy Special, not allowed on American television. Oh, super patriotic, very Uncle Sam. <laughs> That's good. That's got a title, right? Check. It's got quite a title, but uh, yeah, it's my first uh, first com- first stand-up special in, in over four years, and uh, I'm just putting it out on its own website, and it'll be coming out in about a month. Oh, that's awesome. That's how you have to do it anyway, nowadays. You just have to do it anyway. This yeah, well, you know, big surprise, corporate America's not mm-hmm. dying to work with me mm-hmm. for the most part, so uh, yeah, just putting out my own thing. Well, that's how you have to do it, because that's, I always, the, the motto of the show is, we stick together, we win, and it is true, when you're somebody mm. like you, and somebody like me, uh, you know, not to... Uh, I feel like we're kind of kindred spirits in a lot of ways. 
but yeah, yeah, you're you just have to you have to do it anyway. And you and you support you get the support from the audience, and because they're you're right. you, you're uh, they're not the corporate interests. They they don't want you to have a platform. I, it's uh, no, I, you're going against everything that they want in order to kind of profit off the American people. And, exactly. you know, in my opinion, both of our main corporate parties are, uh, are fine with mm-hmm. working together with that. That's right. And that, and it's, it's really the, it's the truth. <clears throat> we, the, we're here because of both parties, you know, Democrats will throw you right. a bone, but, and they won't let you starve in the streets outright, but they, I always say that they will throw you into a wall at 50 miles an hour instead of the 90 miles an hour that the Republicans want. <laughs> but we're going in the same direction with the, with, right. the, with the both of them. But Right, and, and I kind of say, I, I, I start the beginning of the comedy special with uh, a couple of jokes about Trump, but then I say, and that's probably all you're going to hear about Trump for the rest of this hour because he's a symptom of everything mm-hmm. that's wrong in this country. He's not the cause. Of the root cause of most of it. So. Right, it's true that he is the symptom, and because if we were a functioning democracy with a vibrant middle class and working class, we wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have been able to sl- to slither in and exploit what, what uh, Henry Wallace called the fissures of disunity, and that's that's what he did. He's not he's not he's not smart. He's just got no scruples. He's got no morals. He's he doesn't care. It's sort of like, you know, Game of Thrones. Uh, he would burn the whole country down if he could be king of the ashes. And that's what it feels like with him. Well, and he's and he's kind of perfect for our corporate totalitarian state in that all of us are only paying attention to him. He attracts all the right. attention. He wants all the attention. And meanwhile, you know, Wall Street is going unchecked. The military industrial complex is going unchecked. Mm-hmm. The prison industrial complex is going unchecked. So all those things keep running perfectly fine while all of us just pointed him aghast. Right. And 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 to say that if we get rid of him, oh, we'll be it'll everything will be will be okay. That's that's just far, the furthest thing from the truth. We were he really just pulled the the scab off of the the wound that was already there. This country on some level like when I'm feeling optimistic, I think, oh well, at least he exposed you know, the uh, yeah. the rot, and now we could do something about it. Really, it's open. It's out in the open. But I don't want to. I don't really want to let Democrats off the hook either. This is why we need to do something about the that party too. And uh, but yeah, I mean, I do. I believe that we have to stop the bleeding and uh, get get a Democratic right. Senate, but and House. I hope we get the Senate. I mean, I'm really, I'm this. I just can't. Uh, I, when I see what's going on, I'm like, I, I just did not imagine how fast it would all go down. Like how, how, how bad it got. I knew it would be, would be bad with Trump, but I didn't think it was gonna go. Every day is a new. I like just uh, pray, you know, uh, backing child molesters and. Well- you know, it's like, so, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of an in-your-face corruption as opposed to a kind of nice intellectual corruption. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really yeah. a, a punch you in the face and make you look at it. Right, right. And what do you uh, – so I was talking earlier about this woman that tweeted at me about uh, 
you know, she loves her Walmart wages and whatnot. And um, I, I that to oh. me, I get so irritated because I feel like that's just a dupe. That's a mark. She's like, it's like somebody in with Stockholm syndrome. She's, oh, I love my, I love my Walmart, and they've been trained to, to, to. Uh, it's almost like if I, if I. Um, say something about uh, the wealth because the six Walmart heirs have more wealth than 42% of the American people. That, yeah. that is just – that is a fucking – that's the recipe for oligarchy. That's We're not a democracy. You can't have a democracy and an oligarchy. Right. And – I and you have these you know these right wingers that are they're trained to be like oh I don't I don't uh, I don't uh, curse them for their wealth and I hope to be wealthy like them one day and it's they don't see that 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 is a that's that's a symptom too well, of the broken system. Yeah, people are very humans are very adaptable, and so we will adapt to very miserable, like you know, slave-like conditions. Mm -hmm. And we will we will point to the fact that you know, if you're if you're locked up in jail and you've got a one dollar a day job, you probably like you, you. There's probably some of them that are very excited they have that one dollar a day <laughs> job, and then when they don't have it, they say, "Man, I wish I had that one dollar a day job." So, you know, right. just because you can get someone who's oppressed to uh, be excited for a slightly lesser level of oppression <laughs> doesn't make it, you know, good. It reminds me of, uh, you know, senators went on the floor of the Senate and, and talked about how great uh, selling the Oak Flats, the native uh, oh. land to the Chinese mining interest was going to be and how it would create jobs because a competing tribe was going to sell the water to the mining interest. Oh, and it's like, just because you can get people to dig their own graves if you pay them a couple of dollars right. and they're really desperate, doesn't make it a wonderful situation. Right, right, right. But that's so true. It's like they're, they are, it's, I, it's so stupid. I just get so mad. I don't know. Uh, do you ever, <laughs> I, I don't even know. What, like, of course, of course. I'm like, what the hell, lady? You know, um, your and the fact is that Walmart is they has the the most uh, employees on public assistance. They don't they don't see that that is a welfare fraud in a way. They're they're complaining about somebody getting an extra sixteen dollars in their welfare check that goes like back into the economy. Meanwhile, the uh, the 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 real welfare right. queens Cor corporate are, welfare exactly yeah. are the ones that are. Th that you know, I was just reading too that the, uh, the average salary on Wall Street for Walls for everybody who works on Wall Street, the average is four hundred thousand dollars a year. So that so they that means the se the secretaries the, the so everybody that they they are living in a different world than the rest. It's of a new us. it's a new <clears throat> it's a new gilded age. It really right, is and right. The, the any any sort of recovery since 2008 has all gone to the top one percent, and it, you know it's the job of our corporate media and our politicians, our, our corporate politicians, to convince us that this is somehow right. working and somehow sustainable mm -hmm. when it's just a, a gutting of the middle class mm -hmm. and a gutting of our environment, while a tiny number of people get ridiculously wealthy. Right, and it's. The uh, I was watching, you know, Megan McCain. She's she's another one of my regular yeah. irritations, and 
she just gets on my nerves because she's she's like one yeah. of these. The only she is the poster child for nepotism. The only reason she has a show or a platform right. is because her name is McCain. She's really ignorant. She's soft. Like I, she is the definition of sophomoric. It's which means basically sophomoric. The the means wise fool. That's what it means when you break it down. You know, and uh, so right. that's right. a little bit of knowledge, but. She's kind of dumb, and uh, she's constantly railing against socialism. But because of Trump's tax cuts, she's going to inherit her $25 million for, uh, inheritance, which seems like a pittance now, um, tax-free. And and FDR, who was part of the American aristocracy, he his entire inheritance was $25 million in today's money. So you think about how far – We've come where that's uh, that you used to be able to survive on twenty five million, and and that was considered rich. Now it's sort of like, eh, that's that's lunch money. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're talking about billions, and there's no reason why some one person needs a billion dollars. There's no, it's well, yeah. And if you, I broke down the numbers recently on Redacted tonight that Jeff Bezos himself could afford. Uh, you know, according to U.N. numbers, to to give uh, everybody clean water around the world for the next five years, wow. which, you know, saves millions upon millions of lives because most of the deaths come from uh, wow. dirty or, or lack of water. Um, he could afford to give everybody, uh, every homeless person in America, their own apartment for the next 36 years. Wow. So wow. it's. It doesn't. I mean, it, trying to comprehend these numbers are almost right. it, it, impossible. It's it's completely sociopathic to have that level of wealth and and think that that's fine right. and think you need more. Uh, I mean, it, you know, why and, would the Koch brothers not retire at this age? <laughs> that's what I wonder it's, it's too. It's a sociopathy, right? Like yeah. you're old, you're gonna die. This is what you want to leave behind. Is that's your life's mission? is taking Medicare from people, is ensuring that they don't have a dignified retirement. That's what you want to do with your life? It's that's it's yeah. sick. And I think for us to survive, for the human race to survive, we have to get to that, that understanding that that is sick. And I don't know. I mean, I, right. I, I know that you're a big animal rights activist too. Am I right? Or about that? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I compare it to uh, some people, some of these people that really d do it full time and mm -hmm. stuff. I, I don't do much, but I do, I do speak about it on the show, and I speak about uh, factory farming right. and how it's the number one cause of climate change and global emissions, and and right. uh, you know the torture farming that goes on is kind of crazy. Um, so I, I definitely cover that. I cover that a little in the in the comedy special that'll be out, and uh, and yeah, I think. You know, when you see the amount of harm it's doing to the environment, you kind of have mm -hmm. to stop. And even if you even if you don't care at all for the for the way the animals are treated, you kind of got to be like, why is, is this the only way we can do this is to destroy our planet while we do it? I know it just that's everything that we do. That's what human beings do. It seems to just fuck up the planet. That's uh, and but I because I've seen some of your commentaries on on factory farming and. I always feel that on some level, even with liberals, that's sort of like a third rail. They don't want to talk about it. Yeah, because mm -hmm. of the amount of money that go that goes into into both political campaigns and into uh, the corporate media, the number of you know either fast food or meat products right. that are funding them, and 
And so really you, you can't talk about it. It's, it really is a third rail, um, which is, which is, you know, preposterous. It's like, we, we can't, and you know, to to point to a good example of how, how out of touch it is with the reality is whenever there's a drought somewhere, which is happening more and more, obviously, they always tell people that sometimes they'll put up billboards or they'll have radio announcements, uh, get a low flow shower head, don't, (laughs) don't flush your toilet as much. They'll say all that stuff. You know, take a take a bath instead of a shower. <laughs> However, one hamburger, one hamburger uses the equivalent amount of water of two months of shower. Right, right. But they don't want to. So, you can't talk so, about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't talk about that. You can't talk about the hamburger. So they just run around saying, put in a low flow shower head. And so I think the answer is to take all the low flow shower head, put them into a sack, and beat the shit out of a corporate media CEO. <laughs> And I think amazing. that would help us a, That's a like, lot. Wow. <laughs> Have you been reading my diary? That sounds like my dream. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a dream I had. I'm telling you. That would be. I mean, sometimes I think this is, you know, the French had a remedy for a lot of this. I mean, I don't want to go. You know, it was called the National Razor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Right. But right. we, right. I mean, just metaphor, no, you know, metaphorically <laughs> yeah. speaking, I don't want to, I'm not calling for violence, but yeah, I, because that's one of my, one of my, um, causes, I guess. One of the, is, uh, well, healthcare. I, I hope I live to see this country have universal healthcare and it, and it, and mm-hmm. all, and, uh, these, the factory farming. I, I really don't think that, uh, we have a chance as a species if we continue to harvest animals like this, to treat animals with yeah. with such indignity. And there's the whole thing, the whole notion of factory farming. It's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. It is, everywhere you look, it's unhealthy for the environment. It's it's uh, everywhere you look there. And the other thing is, um, you know, I don't eat meat or whatever, but if – they, they, it was not the staple of people's diets. This is kind of like a modern invention. Right. So to have, right to just have it to just have bacon sprinkled on everything right. you eat. Right. <laughs> like so they would not normal. Exactly. In the olden days, in the in the Middle Ages, and they would have once a year Christmas time. They would kill whatever a, the Christmas calf or whatever. And have it, but for the most part, they're you. They weren't eating meat as a staple, and um, this whole thing of killing. There, I was just reading something that uh, just the grain that we produce, sixty uh, percent of it goes to to animals that are being slaughtered, and uh, uh, it's right. there, there's it's just unsustainable. Uh, but also the um i think it's the indignity that we treat animals and uh keep them in these cages where they can't open their wings or can't turn or it's right. it's horrific and um that is a reflection on the human soul i think and it's uh, about compassion and expanding that compassion that we will have for other people to other creatures well really. you you yeah you you make a great point and and in terms of it's kind of like we evolved to have compassion largely for our fellow human. Uh, you know, generally, if you see a stranger suffering, it impacts mm-hmm. you to some degree. But we haven't evolved to feel compassion for, you know, a, 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 a an animal that you will never see that has been, you know, uh, tortured on a farm somewhere mm-hmm. that ends up on your sandwich. 
you know, we, we never had any reason to have that compassion. We don't, we've not, we've also not evolved compassion largely for the victims of like our drone bombing mm-hmm. because we don't have to see That's them. Right. We don't have to touch and hear them and everything. Um, so yeah. And another point that, that you were making that uh, I wanted to say, uh, you were talking about the amount of grain that goes into feeding these animals and everything. And if you were to account for all of that, all the grain that goes into feeding a cow, all the water, all of the uh, externalities of the pollution and everything, there's studies that show that a McDonald's hamburger should cost $200. Oh, my God. So we're basically subsidizing the ability to have those $1 hamburgers to the tune of $200 and sacrificing our futures as as we do it. Yeah, it's – Somewhere along the line, I think there, there there has to be a paradigm shift in our thinking. And, and and when you look at Republicans, though, right, it's everything that we try to do. They they think it's strong somehow to like not give a shit about anything. They you know, I, I what, what's coming to mind is Ted Cruz this ad that he made with the with with a gun. Oh, bacon, right. you know, right. he had a bacon wrapped around the barrel of a M- M16 or something. And he was like, bacon, cooking, ba-. like, like sh- oh, these people, they're so gross on so many levels. Like that's, that's not strong. It's actually weak to, it, it really right. takes strength to, uh, to have compassion and it, and to, you know, want to, uh, evolve. That takes strength to, uh, to to be a you know to live up to your ideals to be a nation of laws to to care about other people I mean they're they're the weakest group of people that has ever wrested their way into power I don't know how I I, I am really baffled sometimes I wonder how well, do I share the same yeah, air right, right. with these people anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And which take, and which takes more strength to just listen to your animal brain and do whatever it tells you to do, you know, just right. shoot your gun into the air and eat your pistols <laughs> right. of bacon. Of course, bacon. I remember bacon. It was delicious. Right. Yes, obviously. The, the the but the weaker thing is just to give in to all that stuff, mm-hmm. and the stronger thing is to actually think about it rationally and whether you know you want a future for your kids or grandkids right. or whether you just kind of want to eat us into oblivion right now. Right. That's it. It's like, it's really funny when you were saying that. It's true. I didn't think of it. It's sort of like, because they're always like, oh, uh, it's sort of like an addiction, this greed and this selfishness and right. uh, this self-serving. Is that is that what America is has become? It's sort of like greed is the only value worthy of uh, consideration now, and and it's selfish greed too. Right, right, and 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 greed is kind of holding hands with consumption. I mean, they're almost one in the one in the same. Right. And we have become. You know, I've talked on Redacted tonight about how just about any commercial, I you know, ninety percent of them are for some kind of consuming and mm-hmm. taking in and. And whether it's purchasing something or eating something or whatever, and so if you if you lump them all together, we are being told all day every day from the time we're two years old to do that and to do it endlessly. And there are no ads in the reverse, just about none. You're never going to see right. one that says, "Hey, don't buy anything today. Hey, don't <laughs> don't eat everything today." Like right. it, you know, there, there's even very few ads saying "don't eat meat" or something. So. There's right. there's basically no ads for the opposite. So we are endlessly sold uh, the idea of just consume until 
it all collapses down around us. Right. It's like, if it feels good, do it. All right. You know, and uh, and they think it's sort of that's defiant or that's somehow uh, they're making a liberal cry. I'm drinking liberal tears or something by uh, driving an yeah. SUV or shooting an animal or whatever. I, I, I just but really, it's uh, I always say if only they were the only ones that felt the consequences of their actions. But unfortunately, they take they're taking us all with them and um i'm not sure if you know they they had i think these young people these uh i'm not sure what age exactly they're suing the federal government their uh their lawsuit is is was given the the go-ahead to to proceed they're suing the federal government for uh for fucking up their future basically about climate change and i mean that's oh yeah yeah. they're and it's really true like we're leaving young people that are coming up there they understand they're not stupid you see the world is a lot smaller now because of the internet and so like when when republicans say oh well uh health universal health care is uh is tyranny they don't young people are like that's bullshit because i have my friend in uh holland or whatever and they they facetime and they understand the world is a small place and so the lies aren't right. uh there aren't seeping through so and they also believe in climate change and the uh right. you know we're uh we're really on a on a on a on a razor's edge here that and and i well yeah they 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 were saying that, that it was you know to get to the you know happy only two degrees of, of mm-hmm. warming we're just about past that point of of being able to keep it to two degrees but now they're saying that the date that we will pass the ability to stop runaway climate change to the point that the earth will become completely uninhabitable so to in order to stop that future we have to change significantly by 2030. So mm. that's now, you know, 11 years, basically, yeah. uh, we have uh, to, to try and do this. I mean, you know, 3,700 days wow. uh, before this is, the, the game is kind of over. And how do we actually, I mean, this is, that's really depressing, too, because they, we have an entire political part. I mean, and you know this, we all know this, the audience knows this, that is, has, that 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 has a vested interest in not doing anything, and not only that, but but rolling back any progress. Well, the the truth, I you know, the Republicans are worse, but the truth is, both parties have a vested interest in not doing right. anything, in the sense that they're both funded by big oil. And right. under Obama, he when he was speaking to in you know the public, you can go watch him online public speeches to like uh oil uh industry he bragged about laying more oil pipelines oh. than any president ever had oh, that's uh he said it, he said he could wrap around the earth three times and so that was something that it, he was boasting like, wow wow yeah but he was boasting about that and and that's so it, you know this is this is a, yeah a horrific situation where we have two corporate parties both largely funded by the right oil. right and what and actually the democrats uh <laughs> just started taking big oil money again as far as i i remember they uh in the dnc they said they they put a they put a kibosh on it but then uh tom Perez, for about 15 minutes yeah and then they let it let it let it back in and people were upset of course i mean if anything if bernie sanders showed us anything is that you don't need corporate money why are they that's the thing that piss, right. pissed me off too i mean i've 
spoke about this on the show before about Hillary, which who I did vote for, you know, but uh, I would rather because I'd rather be pushing Hillary left than fighting fascism right now. But the but the um, but the this whole, um, you know, some people. uh, Yeah. Like just her like her um, her education policy. Uh, If you make under one hundred thousand dollars, you you will get. Uh, you'll go. You can go to college. The way it should be, everybody in, nobody out. That's really the democratic yeah. way. And and just her saying uh, about Wall Street. Well, I hope they love me too. Like every, you know, you can't. And, and that whole um, Obama canard when he would ta- say Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together, which is such. Bullshit. <laughs> That's what it, that was one of his yeah. slogans. We rise and fall together. No, we don't. They are rising, right. and we are we are uh, begging for a trickle down here. You know, and uh, so that whole it's when you it's almost like you know I always rail on Republicans saying like they they count in the stupidity of their of their constituents, but really they the Democratic Party does the same thing because to say something like that. With a straight face, yeah. Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together, and uh, and and you know, and then, and and then I think a month after he got out of office, went and gave a four hundred thousand dollars speech to Wall Street, right. you know, basically <laughs> basically collecting on his payment for right. the time in office. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? It's really depressing, man. Because I um, and I talk about this on the show too because I I love history and you know many uh, throughout history many republics have failed and what what makes us think we're not going to I believe that this republic is has failed it has already failed like we're uh, yeah. we, it's we would not have such income disparity if it was truly functioning uh we wouldn't be the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap between rich and poor that's the united states 30 years ago it was the exact opposite we were the most upwardly mobile with the smallest income gap but that's it didn't happen by accident it happened through policy by both parties pushed together by pushed through by both parties including media consolidation well and then in our in our unfettered capitalist world, there's a gravity that pulls every business and and every entity towards the cheapest way of producing something. So mm-hmm. that gravity will slowly, and it can take a couple decades, but will slowly drag everything to have their to have everything produced by you know every business to have their stuff produced by the cheapest labor, which is you know the guy in Bangladesh working for a dollar a day or whatever it is. And, you know, it it might take some time and there might be a company that says, oh, we're not doing that. But that gravity wins out over time and we're seeing it win right now. Right, right. So what do you think about – do you think that Judge Kavanaugh is going to get confirmed or do you have any opinion? I'm sure you do. I mean, I mean, I yeah, I have so little, I have so little hope for our Congress doing the right thing. But um, it it is kind of amazing to have these assault charges, uh, you know, accusations against him, and just try and ram it through anyway. Right. right. Um, is is like uh, uh, craziness, you know. Then you got a president with uh, 21 women now have come forward right. with either sexual harassment or sexual misconduct accusations and. And of course, there's no sexual misconduct on the Democratic side ever. Right. So um, we're <laughs> so we're 
we're seeing like this, this, you know, this is what you get when you have uh, such a corrupt ruling class. You're right. going to, to see them thinking they can get away with everything. They can get away with abusing women and get away with abusing their positions. And, and, uh, and uh, I mean, hopefully people are, are learning something from this and, and we can grow as a, as a, you know, as a group and right. evolve to a, to a place where we understand that, that uh, we have to create a sustainable future that isn't run by uh, the the rich and powerful right. uh, by, corrupt criminals. By these frat boys. By these, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like yeah, these, yeah. these frat boys that have had everything handed. They always talk about the undeserving poor, right? What about the undeserving rich? The undeserving frat boy? What about that? Yeah, Why yeah. are we ruled by yeah. the undeserving frat boy? It's Nobody wants this guy. That's the other thing. And I hope I really hope the Democrats do whatever they can. Now, the Republicans are, of course, whining as they do about, oh, the process. Oh, they the why didn't she come forward? Why didn't Diane Feinstein, you know, who is now she's their foil, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh, Diane. It's because they're I guess it's good that they feel a little bit of trepidation to attack this woman. But they're they're starting to attack her anyway. As you know, the Republicans uh Oh yeah, yeah. They're oh, yeah, saying yeah. that she, uh, um, what, what was it? Um, well, boys will be boys. That was one of the. She's mixed up. She's, you know, obviously this guy. Of course he did it, and they don't give a shit. Right. They they have a sexual predator in the White House, but it's um, it's amazing to me to see that he has the lowest approval rating or or whatever uh, for any Supreme Court nominee. And uh, that it just that the fact that Republicans are pushing him through anyway is indicative of the fact that, like you said, they don't give a shit. They're they're just going to ram him through, yeah. and that's well, uh, I, I, yeah, and I and I also believe. Oh, and I I gotta get out of here in a second, okay. but uh, I also believe that that uh, you know those charges should have been one of many things that should have forbid him from <laughs> right. being on the Supreme Not Court. Not just that, to, right? To stand on. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so stand on net neutrality, standing over backwards for corporations. There's a long list of things. That exactly. That's the least of them, right? It's not the least, but it's what I mean, he shouldn't just his lying, his every the fact that he perjured himself. Yeah, lie, lied under oath. Right. right. Lied under oath. Right. So. All right. Well, I hear you got to go. But thank you for you want to. Uh, so talk about your show. Talk about your show. What's when can your your it's going up in a month, you said? Yeah, less than a month. Uh, the stand-up special it will be uh, available. I, I think the easiest thing is just to remember my website because I'll be announcing it on there and everything. So LeeCamp.com. Cool. L e e c a m p dot com. And people can also check out my TV show, which is free and every week. Yes. Uh, redacted the night. YouTube.com slash Redacted the night. Uh, and yeah, the right. special. Is uh, is called Super Patriotic Very Uncle Sam Comedy Special Not Allowed on American Television. <laughs> that is amazingly patriotic. Your red, white, and blue. <laughs> my red, white, and blue heart is beating with uh, American <laughs> pride. <laughs> Thank yeah, you exactly. so much. That's great. I can't wait, and I I am a big fan, and I watch your show all the time. And you're doing great work. I and you're amazing and funny and just an awesome. Uh, you know, resistor. You're an awesome advocate for thank you for you know the way for for this country. You are a patriot. I always say the liberals are the true patriots, and uh, 
So thank you, and just keep it up, man. I'm, thank I'm, you. I'll, thank you, Tara. I'll be there and with you at the barricades. <laughs> yeah, keep keep speaking truth to power, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, Lee Camp, that was great. I hope the uh, stream was going well. And so, yeah, so Lee's special. That's what you got to do, see, because we, like I was saying, uh, we we do it anyway. We make a show anyway. We We don't wait. We can't wait for corporate media backing. We can't wait for the... Uh, you know, uh, rich benefactors, or uh, though that would be nice. I can't wait for uh, a studio or to have a a a better stream. I know I understand that some people are complaining the stream isn't working properly. Oh, brother! Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I uh, I have a stream. I have this thing called restream. So the stream, I have the top stream whatever internet connection that I can get fucking spectrum and I have a service called restream it goes to one place and then it goes and then it's then it's uh it's disseminated out I guess right almost said inseminated and uh so it should not there should not be any streaming issues but um the recording will be fine and if you want to hear the show later with if it's annoying or whatever um you i'm sure the people listening now on progressive voices and and uh, gdpr are can hear it fine anyway whatever i'm sorry all i can say is sorry that's why I, please donate please give to um rdt daily and buy a shirt go on to the website buy a shirt buy a mug more stuff to come so I had the phone lines open, but nobody wanted to call in. So I'm just closing the phones. Okay, let's be like that, right? Be like that. That's how I'm going to be. All right, so all right, we have 15 minutes left. And I, what am I going to say? I, all right, we can just talk about, I, there was a couple of things I wanted to say. First of all, Trump, the other thing, okay, here it is. This is what it is. Trump is a moron. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I wanted to get that off my chest. I wasn't sure. I I, I wasn't sure if um, you guys understood that I felt that way. But Trump is the stupidest um, person that we've ever had squatting in the White House. And he is mind-numbingly dumb. To I can't uh, I can't even listen to him speak. It's an embarrassment when they put a. Of course, he's the so-called president, so they have to put cameras in front of his face, right? So here, he was at the 9/11 memorial for the for Flight 93, and if it's not it, listening to him is bad enough, but if you read the transcript of his his words you're it's even worse because you it really brings to light what it, how stupid he is so and his and and his speeches this is why when people go to hear him speak 
I mean, you have to be uh, just a cult member then. There's something not right with you. Uh, so President, so-called President Trump says, uh, said he found inspiration for his long-promised wall on the U.S.-Mexico border during a visit to the Flight 93 Memorial in Pennsylvania, which honors the lives of 40 people killed in the September 11th, 2001 terrorist attack. So this is Trump's quote. They built this gorgeous wall where the plane went down in Pennsylvania, Shanksville, and I was there. I made the speech, and it's sort of beautiful. What they did is incredible. They have a series of walls. I'm saying it's like perfect, so we are pushing very hard. That's, that's the fucking president. That's what he said. That's his, uh, his um, you know, his scintillating remarks that get reported in The Guardian, an international paper. That, so then what else did he say? Um, another th thing, he, um, you know, all these, all of his friggin', uh, everybody who surrounds him is going to jail because they're all crooks. You see, that's how smart, quote unquote, they are. They're so, they're such innovators. They're such great businessmen that they have to commit crimes to make their wealth. There, there's, there's nothing smart about them. They're just like the mob you know, who go out and they extort people and they have protection rackets and the old old games that the mafia plays that's all they are it's the same thing this is just a different kind of crime family operating in a uh, w with different scams and they 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 don't have any loyalty to this country the united states they don't give a shit all they see is money that's the green, you know, flag of truth for them. They salute the flag. We stand proudly for the flag. They're t they stand for money and greed and nothing else. So he, uh, now everybody's going to jail. And the latest was Papadopoulos. His, let me see, Papa. I'm just looking him up here. And, uh. Anyway, but of course, uh, Trump says that he doesn't know Papadopoulos. He, let me see, committee, because he was saying, oh, I, I, I knew him. They put him on a committee. Let's see. Fuck, I'm sorry, guys. What I should do is play this clip first, because Trump actually knows Papadopoulos, as you know, because uh, there is this, let me see. He knows Papadopoulos. He he called him a great guy. Hold on. Okay, you ready? Take <laughs> <laughs> Waleed Ferris, who you probably know, uh, PhD advisor to the House of Representatives Caucus, and uh, he's a counterterrorism expert. Uh, Carter Page, PhD. Uh, George Papadopoulos. Uh, he's an oil and energy consultant. Excellent guy. The Honorable Joe Schmitz, uh, Inspector General, Department of Defense, Lieutenant General Keith Kellogg, and I have quite a few more, but that's a, that's a group of, of... Yeah, so he's just a great guy, but now Trump is saying, of course, that he 
didn't, uh, you know, he was on a committee, and that was in a, a good committee for me. Anyway, I was trying to find this quote. I can't find it. But um, the other thing I wanted to play was this commercial. And we have 10 minutes left, so I'm going to play this, this effing Trump commercial and wait, and we'll talk about it on the other side because you're going to want to vomit. So hold on. You've probably seen it already. America is back, back to work, back to making sure our priorities are right, that our middle class is taken care of, that small businesses are prospering again, that thanks to tax cuts, money is going back into the pockets of the working people, and that our borders are more secure. You made all this possible by supporting Republican policies across the country, under the leadership of a president who put you first. America is back, and there's so much more to do. Um, where the fuck was America? Uh, America is back? What the hell are they talking about? This is what so pissed me off when I first saw this this commercial. Because um, America, where, the, where, is, where was America in the mind of these idiots? Where do they think America went? Because we had a black man in the White House? America was gone? That's what happened. Uh, re, the, the fact is... The this Republican monster show was handed an economy on the incline, an economy that was working and was uh, rescued from the second Republican Great Depression that Republican policies caused in a hundred years, twice in a hundred years. So they handed this grifter a and humming economy america is back and and like lee camp was saying so trump uh i mean obama laid all this pipeline and he also deported a record number of people and he it wasn't like the borders were so open it's just that we didn't put the children in cages we didn't separate families we didn't kidnap children we weren't monsters. We weren't right-wing monsters, you know? Like, so we had some standards where it's sort of like even with the factory farms. We, there were standards where there, we had some humanitarian standards that if you had chickens, they had to be able to raise their wings. And you, you couldn't use gestation crates on, with pigs, which are illegal in most civilized nations because the the pig who who is smarter than a dog is stuffed in a crate and constantly impregnated to and they can't turn around so they go insane and they end up beating their heads against the bars and and not and hurting themselves not i mean they're in, it's suffering it's a life of complete suffering but that republicans repealed all of the standards like even well chris christie there was an argument here in in uh, well in new jersey where the people of New Jersey said no gestation crates, even though they're not really a big pig farming state or whatever. But, of course, Christie vetoed it because he had some friends in, uh, in that industry that he needed their vote because he was setting himself up for a president run. So it does, if, if Republicans have ambition, if they want something, it doesn't matter who lies, steals, what they say about people. Well, uh, I mean, the fact is, Chris Christie started his career, his political career, on a lie. That's a whole other story. But it doesn't matter if you're if you're a pig, if you uh, if you're a chicken, you know, whatever. Don't raise your. If they have to kick an old lady down the stairs, they'll do it. 
So, so, so a few million pigs can't turn around and live a life of complete suffering. Oh, well, these are the people when they got power undid an Obama hunting rule, right? They, there used to be standards where hunters couldn't sleep hibernating bears. Now, oh, you gotta, uh, boys will be boys, right? Who, what boy hasn't want to shoot a hibernating bear? But this is, that's what Republicans do. If, if it's unconscionable, if it's immoral, if it, it poisons and hurts and causes suffering, if it causes division and dissension, if it devalues humanity, if it harms the planet, if it's, if it is a reflection on the human race that we wouldn't want anyone to see, that we should be ashamed of, then they're all for it. America is back. That's why I was like, why they're playing this commercial on New, in New York, on New York television. I'm like, get this garbage off of my screen. Why is this on? Uh, what are they talking about? Why is this um, uh, this canard? I, I said that three times, canard, during the show. I, it wasn't like I had a bet to say canard. <laughs> it just, I don't know, I came in my mind, and then there's lots of canards tonight. What can I say? There was a canard here, a canard there. <laughs> but anyway, it's... Uh, it's pretty amazing. America is back. But I guess in their mind, that's what they think. It's back. He has to has to uh, advance the scam, just like anybody selling you some shitty like, diet pills or something. It's the same thing. It's like before or after where somebody's sucking in their gut. He has to sell you this, this bullshit that... America was somehow some cesspool of, of, uh, of disparity and income. Uh, you know, we were living in, uh, we were eating garbage out of dumpsters and shit. And uh, when he got in, in control, though he received fewer votes, somehow we had, there was a dystopian hellscape until he got here, and thank goodness, right, because he saved us. Meanwhile, the fact is, he was handed a cush. It's like his. It's like his life. He was handed everything, and tries uh, and tries to convince us all he's a successful businessman. Only in America can somebody with a who was handed a trust fund, who bankrupted his trust fund numerous times, can convince idiots that he's a successful businessman who was given everything, right? He was given it all. And, uh, you know, like born on third base thinking he hit a triple. That's him to a T. It's, it's the Republican Party to a T. So America is back. Who, uh, yeah, like because uh, Obama, you know, he hated, uh, he hated the troops and hated er everything that they talk about is shit. You know, if you like the troops, you know, Republicans are always saying how much they are pro-military. If you're so pro-military, they're only pro-military industrial complex. They're pro-weapons of death. They're pro, uh, you know, that, that uh, just creating more reasons to, for the, the military, the, the weapons industry to funnel more money into their pockets. That's it. 
They're not pro-military because if you have pro-military, you don't send the soldiers to die for lies. You don't send them off unnecessarily like Trump did the first week he was in office. He had to send those Navy SEALs over and get kids where that's, that's, that Navy SEAL got killed. He died. That was a snuff film for Trump. He died for Trump's ego, for to stroke Trump's ego. Because he needed to look like a big man, even though he has a penis that looks like uh, Mr. Toad or something. Or so I hear. Anyway, all right, so that's this was the show, everybody. It's only a minute left and whatever. I mean, it's not a show. This is life. This is not a show. It's life. It's for real. And we have to get it back. Uh, talk about America's back. It, America will be back if we get control not we got to get the democrats in the house and the senate and then we i mean not necessarily in this order we have to take over the democratic party and make it a real party of the people and get money out of politics so thank you guys for hanging out please buy a shirt or two a mug we got some good designs there'll be more coming my name is tara devil and i want to thank lee camp for calling in and uh as I always say, we stick together, we win, and we will win uh, if we stick together. So I will see you next week.